0: a Woodside Church podcast with all your heart with all your soul and with all your strength this is from Deuteronomy chapter 6 verses 5 in the New Testament when Jesus quotes it he quotes it at one in Matthew he quotes it saying mind Matthew records it as instead of strength the word is with all your mind all the other gospel it says strength again just repeats exactly the same Basically, because um, in the previous or in the Old Testament, they couldn't gain knowledge by attending a school, attending a place of learning. It was not based on that. It was was always one-to-one. It's always like mentorship. Someone transferred all their experiences and what they've heard, what they've learned to someone. It was always one-to-one, relational. And that is why they said it in that way there was no word for mind in the Old Testament. You see, when, when the Old Testament was written and when, uh, when uh, people were talking about this, when things were handed over, they didn't have this understanding about mind. They always connected that with soul, heart, soul, and strength. And that's where they put it this way. When, when it came to the New Testament, we had the Romans, we had the Greeks already, so they all have already started these universities and all that. Then you're thinking about this logical reasoning a lot. Oh, we need to gain knowledge to be, you know, good decision makers, and you need to understand things through all these studies and all that, and then they had books and all that. That's why later on Jesus quotes it that way, that people would understand. Okay. Now we come to the important question. We all know this verse. okay? We all know this verse. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. I'm going to ask you a question now. How many of us are achieving it? I'm asking that to myself as well. How many of us are achieving it? Let's look at it two different ways. Okay. Firstly, let's imagine God being the judge, the hard one. Okay? You can't utter anything wrong, and that's it, you finish. You can't even speak. You've got to be really this is this is a furious, a hard master giving a command to you love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. Okay, what would be your response? Oh, what is our response? Fear, Fear. absolutely, right? Absolutely, we are so afraid. Oh, we said, oh, no, I don't want to do, uh, get. Well, I don't want to get into trouble with this person. No, let me get things right with him. Let the, you know, there are some teachers and headmasters in school who you don't want to mess with. Oh, Joyce is nodding. She's is is looking. At, mm, you don't want to mess with me. No, just kidding. She's such a lovely person. Um, um, you see, in, it, do you get that picture? Now, let's take the other way. Here's a loving father with arms open wide saying, Hey, love me with all your heart, with all your soul and with all your strength, here I am, just for you. What do you think about this verse now? No problem. Pardon? No problem. No problem. <laughs> it's welcome. It's important because well, as I was reading this verse, you know, it's quite natural or the way I have been brought up which you might be able to resonate as well with, the first thing that could go into our mind is, this is hard. This cannot be achieved. Oh, I'm always falling short. I'm, oh, I don't know. You know, it's, it's like I'm trying. I'm trying hard. I'm like, oh, oh I want to love the girl with all my heart. Oh, yeah. Is that how you feel? Is that how you feel? You know what? If you think it carefully, if we feel like that, that means we are basing everything on our efforts. Isn't it? We are basing everything on our, oh, I need to be good enough, I need to be smarter, I need to be, you know, oh, I need to do this, oh, I haven't prayed enough, I haven't done this enough, and then, you think, and then, based on that, you're, even without thinking, or I'm even without thinking, I'm thinking, God is this first person, the hard master, demanding things, commanding things, and getting things done. Yeah? Do you understand? But, is that the truth? Is that the truth, or is it like this loving father who's actually, rather than, more than a command, but more of an invitation to come and enjoy this love with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength, for this is good, this is amazing, and you are just going to enjoy it, and love it, and want more and more and more of it. Do you get it? Do you get the difference? That's what we're going to look So, in order to understand this a bit more, we will quickly go through um, to see what is heart, soul, and strength. Okay? Um, we're not going to, I'm not a great theologian going to you know, all this and, or, or you know, a philosopher trying to help, help um, us through all these things. But I'm just going to say a few things. Which, which naturally comes to our mind, help us understand, okay? First of all, heart. What is heart? What does God say, uh, what does God mean when you say love the Lord? You've got, you got oh, yeah, you got the picture up there. Yeah? What well, basically, heart is the core of everything. Okay, that's what the word heart is used. It's, it's the core of everything. If you try to dissect things, you know the root cause analysis? If you do the analysis and you go down to the bottom, and where do you end up? You end up to the heart of something, the root of something. That is what it is. Do you understand? So that is what it is. So you love God with your core affection. That is what is something that you value so much. Okay? That is heart. Heart is where where you value. It's a treasure, And that is where your desires come from, because you value those things so much, that is where your desires and longing, everything shapes from that bit. That is the core, that's the heart of everything. God saying, love me with all your heart, where I am the core affection, where my love is the most valuable thing for you, where my love shapes all your desires and everything flows out of that. That is what heart is. How do we, um, uh, you know, uh, um, how does this core affection, treasures and desires are being affected? It's basically understanding. What is your understanding about something? And that shapes your desire. What is your understanding? Knowledge of God. Oh, because of that comes this affection. When you, when you understand this is amazing love, Or oh, you know, um, for example, husband and wife. A husband will love the wife because he understands and knows her and sees the value of the person she is, of the beauty, uh, of the beauty she has, Inside out, do you understand? And that's, that's, that's where the core is. And because of that, everything shapes out. And that is uh, important. So heart, how do we love God with all our heart? It's like, what do you understand about God? If you're not sure what your understanding or what really your desires are, or where your heart is, it's always to go the other way around. Okay. For example, let me say, I'm angry. I'm angry. It's good to ask the question, why am I angry? What am I angry about? And then you start going back and back. and oh, it's, it's, it's because of this. Okay, why does that make you angry? Oh, well, well um, you know, it, it, it hurt me. Why does that hurt me? Do you understand? And you go deep and deep and then finally you end up with what? The problem is that's where your heart is. That is where, okay? But here, what God is saying, when you love me with all your heart, everything else will be shaped by that. What are we doing? Or let me ask this question first. What is your understanding about our God? Is it this strict and this rude master here Oh, he's the one who always sets laws, commands, do this, do do that. Or is it this loving father who's full of acceptance, which you're going to see soon, and full of love for you. Okay, firstly, heart. Second, soul. Soul, you know, you have... So many people saying, or especially philosophers and all the people describing it so many different. Let it put it simple. Soul is basically what, at least in the Old Testament, what God was trying to say was that it is your belief system. It is the way you relate to others based on your understanding of something. Okay, based on your core affection, based on what you value, based on your desires. That is what you believe your identity is. Do you understand? That's what is soul, your belief. This is your belief system. Basically, if you ask somebody who does charity work, and ask them, why do you do this? You do it at your expense. They will have a reason to say, because they believe in something. Do you understand? What? you do is because you believe in something. It's important to go back again to see what brings or what makes me believe in that thing. Again, we end up with a core, that is the heart, but this is the soul. What God wants us to do is love Him with all our heart, with all our soul. This understanding of God shaping Our belief system and all that we believe and even shaping our own identity so that we begin to respond and act the way we relate to things, the way we relate to others is based on that. And that is what God wants us to love Him with. Finally, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. What does strength mean? Ha! Ha! I'm going to show off how powerful I am. Is that what strength means? It says, in other words, might, in some of the translation, What basically it says is that because of these desires that you have, because of the heart, and because of your belief system, you express it. It turns out to be your passion for something, full of strength. When you're passionate about something, what happens? You're intense. Yeah, you love it. You you always think about it. You invest your time. You invest your energy. You invest your resources for it, right? You're so passionate all the time. When you want to, you get a free time or whatever, you want to think about something. Nice, You're, you're, you're thinking about what you're passionate about. Oh, yeah, I need to do that. Do you understand? It's an expression. It is energy within you. This analogy helped me, okay? If you love someone with all your strength, someone put it this way, which was very helpful for me, in that relationship, do you gain energy or you lose energy? So do you have friends in which you like, oh, I need to do this, I need to do this, I love them so much, you know, I'm passionate doing it. But at the end of it, it's like, every time I come back with disappointment, every time I'm coming back with Ah, <sighs> sadness. But is it like, even if you don't feel like, or sometimes you're going, but let me do it. And you do it and you come back energized. Oh, I, I'm so glad I did it. I'm so glad, you know, I did it. I will be very honest with you. One of the um, things which I struggle with, with the, uh, not gathering as a church during COVID time, because I knew I got a lot of energy out of it. It was, then I realized, oh, I'm passionate about it. Oh, thank God. Thank God I'm passionate about it. How many of us have good relationships through which husband and wife relationship, true good friendship relationship, where you go and you come back energized and power-packed? Do you understand? What God is saying is, let me be that person. Allow me to be that person who sets your desires, who becomes the most valuable thing for you, and then who helps your belief system and transforms in your way that you will have the right identity about yourself, about me, and about others. And also, through this energy, through this passion that you have for me, you will gain energy, not lose energy, and be worn out and and broken. Okay? Now, diving into this, where do we start? Let's start here. First John chapter 4, verses 18 to 19 says this. Okay? Now we we saw God is asking something, He's commanding something. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. Okay. Is he this hard master who's commanding, or is he the loving father? Let's jump into the verse. There is no fear in love but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment the one who fears is not made perfect in love we love because he first loved us this is very 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 important and primary and fundamental for our love of God for the love of God Many a times, we struggle, as I said, you know, naturally we we fall into the place where we think it is based on us, how we love, it is our efforts, our thing, and in thinking always, you don't want to think about this verse at all, love the Lord, you've got, oh no, actually I'm not doing, I can't achieve it. What we need to understand is that He's not asking us to love so that He can respond in equal amount of love. No, He first Loved us. He first loved us. He's not trying to say, I'm going to love you based on how much you love me, with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. No, he's saying, the reason why I'm asking you to do this, that is why we can understand God is not this strict master, but rather a loving father. He's doing this, that, because... He has first loved us. What he's trying to say, he's saying, you're already accepted. You're already loved. You can't do anything more so that I can increase my love for you. Do you get that? Okay, this is very important. Everybody, you need to get this right. We need to get this right. You and I can't do anything anything more to earn God's love. Do you understand? Isn't this releasing us? Isn't this completely setting us? Ah, thank God, I thought I had to do all the work, all the hard work and put in all the effort to love. No. He first loved us. We are loving Him just as a response. Absolutely, being mind blown by this amazing love, he's saying, "Wow, wow, this is amazing." Let me tell you a small story. We bought a, a gift that uh, um, my children did not expect for Christmas at all. Okay, they had no clue we were buying that gift for them, and uh, so they were opening all the presents. We intentionally kept it for the last. They were opening all the presents, and and he said, "Okay, now you can open the present." They're shaking it, saying, oh, is that it? is that it? And then opening it. You should see my children open it. They open a little bit. I think they get a clue. No. No way. No way. And then open. No. No. You should see their expression. He's like, wow, it's just a thing. But how much? They love. They're like, no way. No way. And they are so excited. My children are shouting, yeah, we got this. And halfway through, this really happened. My son just stops and then says, I still can't believe you did this. I still can't believe you did this. And I said, whoa, yes, we love you. We love you, but we want to, you to use that very sensibly. If you're not sure, come and ask us. We'll help you with it. That's what we said. And we, They were so excited about that thing. Then what happens, mommy calls them, um, Elisha, Jessica, can you please do this? What was their response? What was their response? Immediately, she didn't even finish the sentence. She said, oh, yes, mommy. Perfect, eh? Why? Because it's not just that they love, it's not that they love us any less, but now their mind has been opened to an understanding that my parents love us so much. They love us so much. And that thought has blown them away. And in response, they're like immediately jumping off. They were so obedient just for that one day. Um, But you see, it's hard to be pastor's kids, isn't it? (laughs) Bless them. They're always picked on. But this is what happens. See, this is out of the response of the experience of love that they're having in life. What God is here trying to tell them is that you be like this, then I will be this to you. No, he's not setting that. He's saying, I love you anyway. I love you so much. That's where my heart is. He's looking at us and says, that's where my heart is. We had this in the worship time again and again. God is here. Why is God here? Why is God here? Because he loves us. We heard God has a plan for our life. Don't just walk into it, just remain there. Why? Because He loves us. He loved us first. Now, what I'm gonna do is, in view of this, I'm gonna put some verses up there. Okay? What I want is, that you're gonna, we're gonna take some time, and I want you to read those verses carefully, where you are. If you want, you can discuss with one another. But forget about everything else, okay? What is your understanding about God? You're just going to think of, pick whatever you understand about God from these passages. There's, there's one more slide with the passage, it'll come. So, but take your time, don't rush, don't rush. Just take your time. Be very genuine and honest with God before God and see what is your understanding. Start describing God to yourself. Can everybody see? We can move on to the next slide. Right, now quickly you're going to turn to the person sitting next to you. If you don't want to, don't, you don't have to. Okay, don't, don't think that, oh, you have to do it. No, you're not forced. but if you're happy to do so, and if you don't have anyone, just think for yourself, but if you have someone to talk to, a couple of minutes, just talk to them about what really stuck about God and about His love, what really stuck to you. Yeah, you can go on, you can go on. Right, okay, well done, good, good. Anybody from this side can shout out something? One thing. Sacrifice. God sacrificed. What did he sacrifice? He sacrificed his son to show how much he loved. Anybody from this side? Pardon? Pardon? He took the first initiative, yes. He's not demanding something out of nowhere, but he took the first initiative. He's stretching out and he first louders. Exactly. Anyone else? Unconditional. Unconditional. Excellent. Unconditional. He's not setting a condition before, but unconditional. Anyone? Generous. Very generous. How generous? He even so generous to Give his own son's life. Would we do that? To express the love for someone. Would we do that? This is how much God is. Now, again, we're going to go back to the next slide. No, go to the next slide. We're going to read the same verses, but this time, you're going to focus on you. Okay? You're going to focus on yourself. God's love. We talked about God's love. We discussed about it. Now, you're going to... Read about yourself. We can go to the next slide, please. Cool, now quickly again you can discuss among yourselves, just a minute this time. What did you understand about yourself and God's love towards you? Right, good. We'll start from this side, eh? Okay. Anybody want to shout out about us? Wonderful. It's not about what we do. It's about who He is. This side. We are His joy. We are His joy. Wow! Amazing. Amazing. Well done. this undeserving excellent I love the word which says while we were still sinners Jesus you see he's not trying to say is you are okay-ish I can manage with that he's not trying to set a level he knows that we are weak he knows that we are unworthy he knows that we are undeserving but he still chose to sacrifice, show his love for us. Not just love for us, just, okay, I'll just, it's not like a decision. I love the word he said. We are his joy. We are his joy. He loves us. If you ask God, what's, you know, there's a, a verse in the Bible which says, uh, where your treasure is, that's where your heart is, right? We probably return that question back to God. Where is your heart? You just say, over you. For you are my treasure. Do you understand? These words we read through very often, but sometimes we forget about what or how great is our God and his love. I'm just going to put this uh, next slide. It says agape love, something that we discussed all this while. It is unconditional Our God's love is unconditional for us. What does it mean? 100% acceptance. We somehow in our human brain think, oh, God loves this bit of me. He doesn't love this bit of me. He loves me that much, but there are some things like, so he doesn't love me fully probably he won't do everything for me. His promises all won't come into fulfill. And all that, we have a whole lot of picture and everything. Today is a day we're going to think and rectify this, take away this unwanted thinking, unwanted understanding away from our life. You know, the devil is very good in seeding all these unwanted lies in our life and confusing us. Hey, let me tell you, God accepts you as you are. Unconditional love. And he's proved it. It is from the core of his heart. It is not based on emotions. Okay? He's not what basically he's trying. It's not lust that he has over us. It's not emotion. He has true love for us. He's defining this love for us. How far can I go for this? I will go even to die for you. And that's what we then, it's a sacrificial love for the benefit of the benevolent. What does it mean is that he's not looking out for his good in that, oh, what do I get out of it, of this love? No, he's, what is the other person going to get out of it? Please listen, church. Please listen. God is loving you for your good, He's loving me for my good. He wants, us, uh, he wants the best for us in life. And so he loves us. And he's lavishing his love over us. And on this basis, he's asking us, inviting us, advertising to us, saying, Love the Lord, your God, with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength. Where are your desires? What is your understanding about God? What are your beliefs about God, about yourself? And what is actually influencing that? Where is your passion? Where you get energy out of the things? Is a question that we need to ask us. If we move to the next verse, this is so important. John, who's really, really into this love, exuberant love, He writes, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God. And whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love does not know God, because God is love. It's very strong. He's very strong. He's saying, if you don't love, you don't know God. Or, in other words, if you have the right understanding of God, you will begin automatically, naturally, begin to love others, accept others like God. Love people from the core, not based on emotions. And you will be sacrificial, looking out for the benefit of the others, not what you get out of it. The last verse we're going to see. For this is the love of God, that we keep his commands, and his commandments are not burdensome. So we don't have to go in fear out to him. But this is love for God. All those who say, We love you, Lord, no, we sing it. We speak it out. We say it. We say it up from the front. We say it sitting there. But this is simply, he's just saying, this is love for God, that you will keep my commandments. Why? Because we love him with all our heart, with all our soul, and with all our strength. You have been listening to a Woodside Church podcast. For more information, visit woodsidechurch.com.